We Anishinaabe people have a saying, water is life. And there's a reason for this. It's not metaphysical and it's not allegorical and it's not metaphorical. Water is literally life. Nibbe is our word for water. But we also use the word nippe for life. If I say nippamatis, I say I am living. So the word nibbe means water and it means life. Water is life. And as I said, this is not a metaphor. The human body is mostly water. Animals are mostly water. All animals and plant life need water to exist. Without water, our planet would be desolate. So when we say water is life, it's not Indian metaphysics, it's a scientific fact. And this has been known by Native people for thousands of years. This is why there's such a attempt to keep things in a more natural state. And this is why when Europeans came and started chopping everything down, digging everything up, making canals, and exterminating the buffalo, that's why there was such conflict between cultures. So that's when the treaties were signed. Nowadays, we say water is life so that we can protest things like oil pipelines and gas pipelines and unchecked resource extraction in indigenous territories without involvement of indigenous people. There's all these things involved. And they all stem from this one simple concept, but powerful concept, that water is life. Most of the planet is water. So for Native people, for all people really, water is life shouldn't be just a slogan that we wear or put on a bumper sticker. This should be an idea that we acknowledge as being very important to life on this planet. That being said, what's happening in Canada is a travesty. There's many communities that have been on boil water advisories for over 25 years. This is in Canada where we have abundant lakes, we have advanced infrastructure, and yet the Indian reservations cannot get that same level of infrastructure. That's the systemic racism in this country. If you look at the history, places like Winnipeg got water from lakes where Native people were pushed onto as Indian reservations. Yet even after they were pushed onto those lakes, the water from those lakes was diverted to cities. This happened actually in Thunder Bay as well. There must be other places, I'm guessing. So not only were people pushed onto reservations, the water from the lakes at those reservations was literally taken away, was stolen for urban infrastructure elsewhere. The negative impacts of destroying water estuaries and watersheds is known in biology. And it has also affected the socioeconomic status of Native people in Canada. It should be known that that was the plan. The plan was to keep Native people poor. And the plan was to take their stuff to make settlers wealthy. But now we're realizing that the environmental impacts that have been ignored for a hundred and whatever years for the Industrial Revolution, we're still extracting trees we're still using water to cool pulp and paper mills. We use water for everything. Water is life. And yet we're realizing that by damaging the water, we're damaging the planet and we cannot sustain it 
as a species, and this has been known by scientists and by indigenous traditionalists for many, many years. And now it's time for mainstream people, mainstream companies to catch up. And slowly they are. The oil and gas industry is starting to feel the impacts of moving away from oil and gas. The electrical grid for vehicles is being increased. And the knowledge that water is important for all of us is finally getting to people who make decisions. 